0: Welcome to DermWire News, powered by PracticalDermatology.com. I'm Stephanie Talea. Patients with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who continued to receive TALTS or ixekizumab maintained high levels of skin clearance with no unexpected safety outcomes for up to five years of treatment. According to the new data, Eli Lilly and Company is presenting at the World Congress of Dermatology in Milan, Italy. Of patients who continue to take TALTS through five years in the extension period of this study, more than 90% maintained significant skin clearance as measured by PASI-75, and almost half of patients maintain completely clear skin, says Dr. Craig Leonardi, lead investigator of the study and adjunct professor of dermatology at St. Louis University School of Medicine. These results demonstrate that patients using TALTS can achieve sustained skin clearance over the five-year treatment period. Patients who were static Physician's Global Assessment 0-1 responders at week 12 and who completed 60 weeks of treatment could enter the open-label extension period of Uncover 1. In the extension period of the study, TALTS demonstrated sustained response from week 60 through week 264 in patients who continuously received on-label dosing. 160 mg starting dose, 80 mg every 2 weeks through week 12, and every 4 weeks thereafter. Response rates were maintained over the five-year period, with psoriasis area and severity index 75, 90, and 100 response rates of 94.3%, 81.8%, and 46.6%, respectively, at Week 264. During weeks 60 through 264, treatment emergent adverse events were consistent with the previous studies of TALTS from the UNCOVER program. Additionally, there were no new or unexpected safety findings during the extension period, Four-year data from Uncover 3 will also be presented at the WCD. The medical education event focused on the dermatologic treatment of skin of color has a new name. Skin of Color Update, previously the Skin of Color Seminar Series, provides dermatologists with evidence-based research and practical pearls in treating skin of color, including patients with multiracial backgrounds. Just as the treatment of skin of color has evolved, this event has also evolved says Skin of Color Update co-chair and founding dermatologist, Elliot Battle. Thanks to the audience feedback, nearly all general sessions will have additional time for Q&A, making this year's event the most interactive yet. Skin of Color Update will now be held annually in the fall. The 2019 event will be held September 7th and 8th at the Crown Plaza Times Square in New York. Skin of Color Update uses a didactic, case-based approach through lectures, hands-on training, and live demonstrations. Co-founding dermatologist Andrew Alexis also serves as an event co-chair. Common skin, hair, and nail conditions in diverse populations will be covered. In addition, advanced treatment protocols for pigmentary and hair disorders will be shared during many symposiums. Sessions will address medical, surgical, and cosmetic dermatology. It is vitally important for all dermatologists to know how to provide safe and effective treatment for diverse patients as Dr. Battle. Skin of Color Update gives dermatologists crucial annual updates and pearls that can directly impact patient care. The conference will also offer an exhibit hall featuring companies showcasing the latest innovations in dermatology. A poster session will also be available. In 2018, more than 300 dermatology providers attended the event. Up to 12 CE credits AMA PRA Category 1 can be earned. Registration is available at skinofcolorupdate.com. A combination of elevated symptoms of depression, along with modifications in gene responsible for dopamine activity, appear to influence an addiction to indoor tanning in young, white, non-Hispanic women, a new study suggests. The findings appear in the Annals of Behavioral Medicine. This study compiled survey responses from 292 non-Hispanic white women in the Washington, D.C. area, 18 to 30 years of age, who used indoor tanning beds, sunlamps, or sun booths. The survey asked questions about values and behaviors that might predispose a person to a tanning addiction, as well as a series of questions to determine if they have symptoms of depression. The researchers also collected saliva samples to obtain DNA to look for 34 single nucleotide polymorphisms, NSNPs, in five different genes. The specific NSNPs that researchers looked at were in genes known to be related to pathways that reward addictive behavior. By demonstrating that genes and behavioral reward pathways are associated with tanning addiction, we are providing stronger evidence that tanning addiction is a cancer risk behavior in need of intervention. It's his lead author, Darren Mays, an associate professor of oncology and member of the Cancer Prevention and Control Program at Georgetown Lombardi. The findings add to a growing body of evidence from animal studies and neuroimaging studies that have been done in humans. The researchers adjusted their analyses based on indoor tanning frequency, value of appearance, and depressive symptoms. They found a more than two-fold increased odds of indoor tanning addiction in modifications to the RS-4436578 SNP and a slightly less than two-fold increased odds of addiction in modifications to the RS-4648318 SNP. When looking at whether SNPs interacted with depressive symptoms to increase the risk of of indoor tanning addiction, they found a more than 10 fold increase if there were modifications to the RS 4436578 SMP and a more than 13 fold increase in the RS 4648318 SNP. This knowledge should be helpful if screening for risk of addiction is shown to be beneficial in reducing the chance that people will engage in a cancer causing activity. May's work in tanning addiction continues with a study just getting underway that will explore the effectiveness of text messaging as an intervention to help young women quit if they are addicted to indoor tanning. The research is funded by the Prevent Cancer Foundation. This grant will enable us to test behavioral interventions in young women who are addicted to indoor tanning, May says. We have used text messaging to intervene in other behaviors and have found that the personalized conversation we can deliver through this medium can help people take steps to quit. To catch up on all the news, visit practicaldermatology.com. Thank you for listening to DermWire News, powered by practicaldermatology.com.